TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Twins Astros game one coming up. It is a matinee from Houston. Our lineup card 245 and the first pitch at 345. Bailey Ober the call in game one against future Hall of Famer Justin Verlander. Uh, once again, game one today. Game two tomorrow night in Houston before the team returns to Target Field. And earlier in the program, we visited with Matt Hudson. Uh, watch party at Target Field today and again tomorrow night. And then, of course, limited tickets remain. Best way to get in, uh, becoming a season ticket member for 2024, and that will ensure you'll be in the ballpark and... Wow, the fans were terrific in uh, the wild card round and that two-game sweep of the Toronto Blue Jays earlier in the week at Target Field. Just absolutely great stuff. Uh, Twins roster for the ALDS was released. No Byron Buxton on that roster. I I, I don't see any surprise. I, I think maybe the biggest surprise was there was a lot of thought that if there was a game three in that wild card round, would it be Joe Ryan or Kenta Maeda? Bailey Ober didn't come up, and now Bailey Ober is scheduled to start game one of the ALDS, and we'll get into all of that uh, with Chris Atterbury shortly. By the way, Chris Atterbury takes over with her extended uh, postseason pregame lineup card beginning at 2.45 today, and then we'll have extended postgame coverage, an hour on the network for the postgame download, and then we'll be in with final pitch later tonight and again on Sunday night uh, following the game. And then, of course, Game 3 of this series coming up at Target Field on Tuesday. Let's get you up to date on the Major League scoreboard right now. They're cruising along after a rain-delayed start in Baltimore. Texas and Baltimore scoreless now, top of the fourth. Rangers, no runs, two hits, no errors. The Orioles, no runs, one to hit, and one error. Once again, they're at Camden Yards in the top of the fourth. That's... Uh, that ALDS series game one. Later in the NL, uh, the Phillies and Braves from Atlanta. That is a 5.07 Central start our time. And then uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks and L.A. Dodgers from Dodgers Stadium, Chavez Ravine. And that will get started at 8.20 our time. The NL takes Sunday off center stage for the American League. And the schedule on Sunday in the AL will be Rangers and Orioles from Baltimore at 3.07, and then the Twins and Astros in the nightcap beginning at 7.03 Central Time with our lineup card beginning at 6 o'clock. The man will host the lineup card today and tomorrow, and for the remainder of the postseason, 
Uh, Chris Atterbury joins us. Chris, good to visit with you. How are you? Oh, great. How about those fans? I mean, let's let's start with the fans. First two games at Target Field, um, the, the word electric comes to mind. It, it was just absolutely phenomenal. I know Thad Levine talked about it with Jason DeRush on Friday afternoon. I couldn't agree more. It was spectacular. Yeah, and I think it's a, it's a great place to start because that's where it all begins. And the funny thing is you don't know your start times to the last minute, so you can't plan it, you know, as a yeah. fan. And it's, a, it's really, frankly, an inopportune time for most people to get to a ballpark, and yet the place was overflowing with exuberant, energetic, engaged fans. And so you know, hats off. I thought it was a phenomenal environment, and we heard that it had a, you know, the, the proof positive that it had a market effect on the actual outcome of the game. When your shortstop is going to your pitcher and saying, it's too loud for them to hear their base coaches, we can get an out when we need one, and then you get one when you really need one because of it, then fans certainly had a hand in it. So Twins get timely hitting, of course, Royce Lewis in game one, the two home runs early. But overall, pitching, fielding, really lights out for the Twins in those two games and the win over the Blue Jays. Yeah, I would say they barely got any hitting. You know, they had Super Royce in game one, and then Carlos got a knock and they scored on a double play ball. But they went one for ten with runners in scoring position, and usually you're not going to win a playoff series doing that. Um, but the pitching was so good. I thought that that Rocco and Pete Mackey and Jace they they hit all the right buttons as to the matchups they wanted with their relievers to get the the guys in the right spots to be successful. And then those guys executed. And you know this is a prevalent strategy, right? Using all the relievers and we're going to shorten the game and use four different guys. And it's great when it works. But for it to work, none of your four or five guys on a given day can have an off day. And for relievers, they, they all have an off day because they're human beings. So every once in a while, and if you look at any team's losing streaks, it's usually because, hey, you know what? A really good pitcher gave up a home run, but he's always on in a game-changing spot. So if he gives it up, you lose. And if he doesn't, you win. And so you have to make sure that all four or five-year guys don't have an off day on the same day. That's, that's hard. And the Twins bullpen made it look pretty easy. They were really good. Yeah, Griffin Jacks is one that, that stood out. Rocco Baldelli uh, put him in there in some big spots, and he delivered. Yeah, and it was a rough start, too. If you'll remember, the first sure. guy he faced, he gave up a rocket double. And you're thinking, oh, boy. And then he just knuckled down. And um, I, I just think for him, as has been the case all year, we know the sweepers, his comfort zone is go-to pitch, but so do the hitters. The sweepers are pitch that you can react to as a righty and uh, and hit it the other way and hit it into right field, ride it out there, if you will. But he has to mix in that good fastball, and I thought he picked his spots perfectly. And, you know, he's also kind of a fiery guy. I think Danny pointed it out. Griffin almost pitches better when his back's kind of up against the wall a little bit. Like, he's just kind of built like that. And so, you know, for him to face the same heart of the order in consecutive days, that's a tall task, and he did a really good job. Now, that being said, this Houston lineup is a lot different. I mean, I'm looking at three guys in the top four spots in the order with 97 or more runs batted in and not a single one of them has struck out more than 92 times. So there's some uh, there's some masters up there you're going to have to deal with, and it'll be fun to see how the Twins choose to match up. Chris Atterbury joining us. He'll host the lineup card uh, starting today at 245, extended postgame show. We'll be back with the final pitch here on CCO later on, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Carlos Correa, uh, 
the defensive play in in game one where he ranged to his right, threw on the run, a dart to the plate, and at the time it's like, oh, that's a great play. As more time goes on, that's a better and better play. Unbelievable. I I thought it was the the biggest play of the game, bigger than the two Lewis home runs. I I just thought it was – it changed everything. It took completely air out of the sails of Toronto. Uh, it's one of those plays where you you stole it out because your guy was just the best guy on the field at the time. And you know he he's probably had a bigger impact with his brain and his glove than he has with his bat at all in the series. But between that and then him setting up that pickoff play and as great as Sonny's throw was, the tag was even better from Carlos. And then he triggered a double play. He was in the middle of every big play in the series. And that's really what, you know, he had one hit, but it happened to drive in a run. Good for him. You know, 60 postseason runs batted in for Carlos Correa. So, yeah, he played really, really, really well. Um, and it'll be interesting. He has not played well against Houston. Um, I think he's three for 29 against Houston with 12 strikeouts since leaving the Astros. And the other thing is, you know, we got, we got people around here calling him Mr. October and the greatest postseason player of all time. And, and yet the Houston Astros were, like, happy to let him go. And the guy they replaced him with was a rookie who was the MVP of the World Series. So, so, like, so you know, maybe there's a little, little show me time, right? Like, okay, you guys are willing to let me go. Let's 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 see how it tastes. Um, because it's uh, it, it, it certainly is going to be one of the great storylines of this series. It is the yeah, one it, stadium we go to where he doesn't get booed. Yeah, how, how about that? Uh, quite a contrast from say Dodger Stadium. Uh, earlier this year. Uh, Chris Hatterberry joining us. Of course, he'll host uh, the lineup card, the extended postgame show tonight. Same deal again tomorrow, a little bit later start. Uh, We'll be on the air with the lineup card on Sunday at 6. Chris, as we turn the page and begin the American League Division Series, Bailey Ober gets a call tonight. I want to get your thoughts on that because going into the wild card round, the, the thought was, okay, it'll be Lopez and Gray and then could be Joe Ryan, could be Kenta Maeda, and now all of a sudden Bailey Ober emerges as starter in game one in this series. Yeah, I thought that's always how it was going to play out. I thought Bailey, because he pitched the last day of the season, wasn't going to be ready for the, the wild card round, but that they always liked him for the Houston or Texas series. Uh, and so I think this is exactly the way the Twins kind of scripted it out. Joe Ryan's not a very good matchup for Houston. Um, he gives up a ton of home runs. That's a small ballpark, and they hit a ton of home runs. And what they do better than anything else is hit high fastballs. And that's what Joe throws. Uh, Bailey also, frankly, is thrown better than Joe down the stretch. And so I think he gives you such a different look with the size and with the changeup and the slider that he's just a better matchup in that building than Joe is. Um, that doesn't mean that they don't think Joe can get these guys out. I, I would anticipate like a Joe-Kenta combo in game four probably. Um, and I think that, you know, is something like maybe you get Joe through the lineup maybe once, maybe twice if you're lucky. And then you let, you let Kent to have him from there. But I, yeah, I thought Bailey was the, the better matchup in this situation. He's got the right rest. He's got a different mix. You know, Houston has beat Joe around pretty good the last couple of times they've seen him. So yeah, I get, I get it. I think this is a, it makes a whole lot of sense to me. And then, uh, Oh, by the way, they go with the future Hall of Famer in Justin Verlander who came back to Houston, and he'll get the start in game one. Yeah, that makes it pretty easy for Dusty. This will be his 13th game one start. It breaks a tie with I think, Tom Glavin for the most game one playoff starts of all time. Wow. His 35th total playoff start, second only to 
Andy Pettit. He has more strikeouts in the postseason than anybody. And, oh, by the way, against the Twins, since uh, since the start of 2018, he's 5-1 with a .64 ERA and has given up just one hit in 17 straight scoreless innings. So people talk about the decline of Verlander this year and the injuries and whatnot, but uh, we haven't figured him out yet. <laughs> so let, let's hope we figure him out today, but we haven't figured him out yet. Yeah, and the Mets meltdown, he lands right back in Houston's lap. Brilliant pickup by the Astros. He had a great comment in his presser yesterday where you can just, you know, and I've known him for a long time, and you've been around him a long time too. He could be a little salty in his younger years in Detroit, you know, and a little little guarded. And as a veteran now, he's a little more relaxed and open. And he had a line comparing his time with the Mets to a, a summer abroad. He's like, he's like, I'm kind of like a student who took a summer abroad in New York. Um, and, and Dusty went so far as to say that he feels like, and we're going to hear Dusty talk about it in our pregame show, he feels like Justin's probably better prepared for the playoffs because he's only thrown, what, 11 games this year. Um, and he feels he's got a lot of gas in the tank. He's been making some tweaks that we're going to talk about as Velo's up a little bit. So they, they certainly feel good with him. No lefties in their bullpen. That's something to think about. So all this – We'll get a lefty, and we'll get Kirloff out of the game, and they'll have to go to Solano. And all that. No, there's no lefties in their bullpen. So that that's one thing that's different. Um, and then for them, they only have a couple lefties of their own. Um, they stack them up. Now, they're really good lefties, Alvarez and Tucker and then Michael Brantley, uh, who's been injured. So that whole idea of the bullpen matchups is going to look a little different in this series. All right, Chris, you mentioned the lineup card. Uh, beyond hearing from the managers, what else you got coming up? Oh gosh, I'm looking at my sheet here. We got uh, we're going to hear from uh, from Bailey Ober. We're going to hear from Dusty Rocco, Derek Falvey, Mike Petriello. Uh, we're going to hear about playing at Minute Maid Park and how different that is. You know, it's a tight ballpark and and it's loud. And we're going to hear a whole lot from Justin Verlander. So we we got you covered pretty much uh, head to toe uh, before first pitch today. All right, Chris, I know you're busy. Thanks for the time today. Look forward to the lineup card, the extended postgame show, and then we'll be back with final pitch tonight following Twins-Astros game one. Can't wait to answer the baton, my friend. All right, there he is, Chris Satterberry here on the home of the Twins, counting down to the lineup card at 245. First pitch, 345, over against Verlander. Some highlights from games one and two in that sweep of the Toronto Blue Jays in the wild card round. And then Phil Miller scheduled to join us from Minute Maid Park. He covers the Twins for the Star Tribune at around 2.35 here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Twins Astros coming up. Pre-game lineup card 20 minutes away at 2.45 with Chris. Corey and Danny all the play-by-play at 3.45. Ober against Verlander from the Twins. Uh, They've announced that both the Division Series games at Target Field Game 3 on Tuesday and a potential Game 4 on Wednesday are sold out. But fans are encouraged to continue to check back at twins.com slash postseason in the coming days should more ticket inventory become available. But it was just announced that uh, Game 3 and a potential Game 4 at Target Field have been sold out. Good news is you can hear it all here on the home of the Twins News Talk, A3LWCCO. Now, there, there is a caveat to all of this, and I want to pass it along. 
Fans have a final opportunity to secure their tickets for all potential remaining postseason games with a commitment to a 2024 season ticket plan by visiting twins.com slash season tickets or call 612-375-7454. So single game tickets sold out. But if you commit to season tickets or a plan for 2024, you could still get in the ballpark. Twins.com slash season tickets or call 612-375-7454. So we'll pass that along to you. Some highlights from the wild card round. Game one, uh, how about Roy Lewis? What a comeback from the injured list. It's just great stuff to get it started. And, and I think early got the Twins fans involved. Stays and the payoff pitch. A swing and a drive. Left field and deep. Back it goes. Gone. Left field. Bleachers home run. Royce Lewis. Why not? October time for the kid. And a twin strike first. It's 2-0 at Target Field. Yeah, how about that, Mr. Grand Slam? And he wasn't done here in game one against the Jays. Another home run in the third inning. The windup from Gosman. And the 3-1 pitch, a swing and a fly ball, right center field deep, Springer back, he will turn, back it goes, gone! Unbelievable! Boy, Lewis, welcome to October baseball, two at bats, two home runs, this kid is amazing! It is 3-0 Twins! Yeah, great stuff, Twins go on to win game one, and he, here's the final out. And the pitch, ground ball right side, diving stop Solano, to his feet, feeds Duran, steps on the bag, and the Twins win the game! The Minnesota Twins beat the Blue Jays 3-1! Twins win! Twins win! The Minnesota Twins win a playoff game! Yeah, they snapped that skid at 18 and get the W. And then on to game two. And they ultimately get the sweep. Carlos Correa comes up huge early in the ball game. Here it comes. There's a line drive. Base hit in the left center field. Lewis scores. They're going to hold up Kepler as the ball gets thrown in. So everybody's going to advance one. Twins on the board. one nothing. Twins would go on to win the ball game. And, and why not uh, final out? And the Twins sweep the Blue Jays two games to none. Twins two, Blue Jays nothing, ninth inning. The 0-2 to Varsho. He struck the ball! Twins win! Twins win! The Minnesota Twins are moving on! The Twins win their first postseason series in more than 20 years. 2-0, shutting out the Blue Jays. The celebration is underway. As the Blue- yeah, good stuff. Twins advance. Game one of the ALDS. Twins-Astros coming up. Pre-game lineup card with Chris at 245 today. Bailey Ober against Justin Verlander in that one. Quick update. Huge college football game. Red River rivalry. Number 12, Oklahoma. Number three, Texas at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, tied at 27 under five to go 
in the football game. We'll take a break. We'll have an update on the weather. And then hopefully Phil Miller joins us from Houston. He covers the Twins for the Star Tribune. We'll do that in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Pre-game lineup card minutes away. Twins and Astros. Chris Atterbury is standing by. First pitch, 345. Bailey Ober against future Hall of Famer Justin Verlander. Phil Miller joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Phil covers the Twins for the Star Tribune. A very busy man and taking time out to visit. Uh, Phil, good to chat. You too, Steve. Uh, Good to finally uh, have some action uh, to talk about after today. Uh, You get so used to there's a game every day during the season. There's only about two games in a week, and all we do is talk about it. Uh, ready to ready to see another one. Bailey Ober gets a call in game one of this series against Justin Verlander. Um, I visited with Chris Hadbury earlier in the show, and it's not really a surprise that they went to Ober in game one in this. It's not. Uh, not if you saw uh, Joe Ryan's uh, two starts against the Astros uh, this season. Uh, gave up nine runs in ten total innings. Uh, you know, I they're still going to have to use Joe Ryan, um, but uh, now they're going to uh, push him back to uh, game four and also in target field where the weather might be a little uh, cooler, damper, um, maybe less inducive to home runs. You know, that's, that's what's really bit uh, Joe Ryan the second half of the season. Uh, he finished third or fourth in the league in home runs allowed. And this is a ballpark that uh, that gives up home runs, um, especially uh, you know with the roof closed as it as it will be today. Uh, the Crawford boxes down the left field line are pretty short. The walls in right field are pretty short. So uh, it made sense to push uh, Joe Ryan uh, back, let him uh, watch and uh, learn from hopefully uh, the performances of Bailey Ober and. Uh, Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray. Yeah, once again, Lopez game two, Sonny Gray game three back at Target Field. and uh, the, the Twins announced about an hour ago that games three and four, if necessary, are sold out at Target Field. All right, Phil, um, let, let's get into the postseason roster. Any surprises in your mind when that was announced earlier today? Uh. I was surprised that they did not go to 13 pitchers and stayed with 12 a little bit. I, I, I thought they might uh, sacrifice uh, uh, the depth in the outfield, the pinch runner of uh, Andrew Stevenson, in order to keep another left-handed reliever on the, uh, on the roster. And uh, Cody Funderburk, who ended up being the one uh, uh, left off. Um, but as Rocco pointed out uh, pregame, they don't have just – one-inning relievers uh, in the bullpen uh, like uh, like they frequently did during the season with uh, Kenta Ober, uh, Kenta Maeda, and uh, um, Chris uh, Bassett in the uh, in the bullpen as well now. Those are guys that, uh, and Louis Barlin, those are guys that can go two, three, four innings uh, if they're going well. Um, and they're rested and ready too, so uh he, he felt like they have enough pitching, and uh, they uh, want to keep uh, want to keep the option of running for uh, Ryan Jeffers or Christian Vasquez or uh, you know whoever they need uh, to pinch run for. Um, so it, it 
it was a strategic uh, call that uh, was, I thought, a mild surprise, but uh, they uh, certainly made a good case for it. Byron Buxton not on the ALDS roster, and I, I get the sense no one's too surprised about that. I'm sure Byron Buxton is frustrated, but not on the roster. Well, he's not running yet. Uh, that's a big yeah. thing. You know, it, it's, it's, it's not just that he hasn't played in two months. They are. They did work him out yesterday. Uh, we watched uh, him hit uh, against uh, Jorge Alcala after the regular workout yesterday, and he hit a couple of uh, couple of balls solidly. Uh, it wasn't batting practice. It was Alcala was trying to get him out. Um, so that was encouraging, but uh, he he did not run. He, he has not uh, run the bases. He certainly has not run uh, like he would need to to play the outfield. So until that happens, uh, I, I think it was all uh, Byron, you know, he's hopeful. He wants to play uh, as the designated hitter. You know, he thinks he would not have to run very much. But, uh, you know, the, the Twins uh, just didn't want to uh, take that chance. Twins and Astros, I would assume the roof is going to be closed, even though by Houston standards, not, not a bad day, not particularly hot and humid. Yep, uh, Dusty Baker talked about that a little bit yesterday, uh, that they want to go with what they're used to. They, the roof has only been open once this year during a game. Oh, wow. Um, it, it was open uh, during uh, practice yesterday, and everyone was saying that much the same. Uh, wow, this is it's quite an atmosphere like this. But uh, uh, what I've heard behind the scenes is when the roof is open, uh, sometimes the players complain. Uh, it's, uh, it's kind of bright with the sunshine. It, uh, the wind is a little more... Uh, unpredictable, and uh, you know they just want to control uh, everything they can, since there's so much they can't control in baseball. So uh, I I don't think there is a postseason. Uh, I don't think there's any weather that would force them uh, to rethink uh, keeping the dome uh, closed. All right, Phil. I know you've been uh, very busy. We appreciate the time, but. Uh... Justin Verlander's obviously been a tough customer. He's on the way to Cooperstown someday when he eventually hangs it up and has been tough on the Twins. He has. Uh, he has uh, more. He has struck out more Twins this century than any pitcher in baseball. Um, when I first started on the beat uh, in 07, uh, it seemed like they faced Justin Verlander uh, every week. He and uh, CC Abapia seemed like... Uh, we saw them several times this season, and he's had a lot of success. He's also had a lot of success uh, it, with uh, today's uh, plate umpire, uh, Brian Knight, uh, behind the plate. I noticed uh, he has a 5-1 and one record and a uh, ERA below, I think it's below three, maybe even below two, uh, with uh, Knight umpiring. Not that that makes a huge difference, but uh, the last time Justin Verlander started a game that Knight uh, umpired. Justin went uh, six shutout innings and gave up only two hits to the Guardians. So, uh, it, you know, that's uh, hopefully just a minor factor uh, in the game. But uh, every just about every number you look up for Justin Verlander, you end up going, wow, that's pretty good. Well, Phil, thanks for the time and look forward to your coverage in the Star Tribune. Okay, Steve, anytime. All right, there he is, Phil Miller of Star Tribune, StarTribune.com, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. One game underway in the Major League playoffs. 
It is game one at Oriole Park at Camden Yards, and the Rangers lead the Orioles 2-1. to That game in the top of the fifth. Twins and Astros coming up. Pre-game lineup card moments away with Chris Atterbury. We have an extended post-game show with Chris. And then hang in there for final pitch. We'll take your calls and your texts following game one. Twins and Astros are coming up next here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Enjoy the ball game. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.